Hello, you're listening to the Mindset of Podcasting. In this podcast, we talk about all things podcasting, from setting it up, getting over those fears, and growing your podcast. I'm your host, Jillian, CEO of Jillian Grover Podcast Solutions. I've been helping women entrepreneurs start, manage, and grow their podcasts since 2020. Listen in as I give you all the tips and tricks I know about successfully launching and managing your podcasts. Let's go chat. Hello, and welcome back to the Mindset of Podcasting. On today's episode, I am chatting with Kim O'Hara. She is an author, a podcast host, and also a coach. She helps women write the books that they should be writing. So as we talked today, she actually had a breakthrough for her podcast, which I think is amazing. I'm so excited to hear it because I actually help Kim edit her podcast. So she has outsourced editing to me and I'm so blessed I get to hear her podcast before everybody else. Kim and I met through a networking group, No Plan B Consulting. She has a networking group called Next Generation Network. And we met through there. Gabby connected us and hooked us up together because she needed some help with editing her podcast. So I'm so grateful that I know Kim and that I get to hear her powerful message to the world and that she's helping other women realize their potential and how great they are so they can write a book that they need. So listen in to this amazing episode. Hi, Kim. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. I love talking about podcasts. Yes, me too. So to begin with, why don't we let the listeners know who is Kim and what does she bring to this world? Well, that's a very loaded <laughs> question and I could go on and on about, but I'll I'll keep it focused on what we're doing here today. I am a Los Angeles book coach. So I help high achievers, coaches, business owners write amazing books. Um, I'm a collaborator with them in the creative process, and then I'm a think tank with them in the publishing process. So I take them through the whole the whole journey. I am a homeowner, I'm a mom, and I'm also a writer. Awesome. And tell us a little bit more about your podcast. What's it called? And why did you start it? Absolutely. You know, I've always had a dream to be, you know, a talk show host. And the bar to entry for talk show host is high. I'm not giving up on the dream yet, but podcasting just was like a much easier way to go in. And I come from the movie and television business. So technically it wasn't that big of a reach for me. And I went and, you know, I think I watched some like free videos on how to create a podcast and kind of understood, you know, originally when you first start, you do it on like Skype with like your regular headphones. And then you're like, sound that good. And then you advance to the microphone. But just to just to say, you know, the reason why I started the podcast was that desire to be more of an interviewer. I love interviewing people. I'm told I'm excellent at it. And then I ask a lot of questions that people normally don't ask. And I also, to some degree, wanted to invite people on that I thought needed to hear themselves talk about how they needed to write a book. And some of those people did become clients. Wow. That's amazing. Yes. I've met like so many amazing people through interviewing podcasts and then learning more about them. Then I go check them out, follow them. I've even listening to a podcast hired a business coach through the podcast because right. she's just gave so much free value. Because if somebody gives you all that free value, then you're going to be like, what would they give me if I actually paid them? <laughs> 
That's a really good point. That's a really good point. And in a podcast I just recorded yesterday, we were talking about like why people hedge on hiring coaches when the value is so obvious of what they're going to receive. They'd rather sort of stay in the pain for a little bit longer. And that's what they'll do until they can kind of come forward and invest in themselves. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. So walk me through a little bit about what fears you had before you started this podcast. You know, it wasn't so much fear because I really knew I could handle the podcast area in terms of content. I had a lot of like confusion figuring out the title. And I think my first title was something like, you know, the words that inspire you or something like, you know, it's a, and, and, and I ran it by a couple of friends and they were like, it sounds like you're doing like a religious podcast. You know, it sounds like like, you know, a Christian podcast. And, you know, I was like, well, I mean, you know, that's not so, you know, so bad. And they were like, no, you should really have it be with books. And interestingly enough, it was my ex-husband who comes from business development. And I was kind of complaining to him one day. I'm like, I just really can't land on the title. And he's like, well, what do people always say to you? Or what do people, he goes, you're, I always hear you saying that you say to people, you should write a book about that. He's like, that should be the title. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, that is like the best title ever. And literally that became the title and I've never changed it since. So there was that hurdle. And then the other thing that came up for me that really, I'd say about like 40 episodes in when I switched to a couple streaming platforms and I'm not going to name them because they didn't work out and I don't want to put a business down. But for me personally, I went on a couple of these like platforms and the technical started to be so like it would give me so much anxiety. Like they tell you, oh, if you see the screen glitching on the guest, it's really not glitching. It's just the, and I'd be like, how in the middle of the interview are you going to stay calm when you see like your guests like refracting? And, and then there was like one platform that if the guest left before the download happened, the podcast was lost. And then it, it, that part started to make the podcast not fun for me anymore. And I actually had to stop podcasting for a while, regroup, and just come back on Zoom. Yes. I know exactly what platform you're talking about. <laughs> That's why I stick to Zoom. I tell people, keep it simple. You know, I've never had an issue with Zoom. It always sounds good as long as you're using your microphone and your headphones. Like, and it's not that expensive. It's what, $15 a month. <laughs> so like, yeah, keep it simple. Don't try to get into all the other tech. Cause yeah, I've had the same issue with what you're talking about. <laughs> and it became like, so stressful. Like I, I've, I like one, one, one interview, like we could, that the woman wasn't on Chrome and then like, we had to sign her back out and sign her back in. And then her sound wasn't working. And I was like, I felt like if it had been Zoom, there would have just been like a neat, like you just go to preferences and like you just figure it out. And this felt like there was a third party. And then I'm trying to contact like there and you're getting, you're getting flustered in front of your guest and you feel defeated. You feel mm -hmm. defeated. So I'm yeah. happy to be doing it on Zoom. And, and the one tip I will give is, and I just figured this out on Zoom, if you save the interview to your computer and not the cloud, you can get the separate audio tracks. Mm -hmm. But if you save it to just the cloud, you get the one track and you can't have your wonderful producer, aka you, edit out somebody's like breath or a glitch or something like that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I love two tracks because yeah, if 
the host coughs or something that's so easy to take out where if it's one track, you got to leave it in, like, <laughs> let you it take in. out exactly what they're saying. Exactly. So, yeah. And I feel now most people should know how to use Zoom, especially since 2020 happened. So it's other people don't get so flustered either. If they see the Zoom link, they're like, oh, I know that. I can jump on there. I can you know? do that. Like, yeah. That's easy. <laughs> like they know to show up. They, you know, it's it's having a good mic that I always say to people. And some people can pull it off with their computer audio. I'm not a big fan of AirPods. Um, I feel like it's on an internet frequency and it can be like glitchy. I like, you know, I say to people and I've texted people the package. I'm like, there's a package with a microphone. And and I used to have like the big arm and the pop guard and the whole thing. And now I just, I just set it on a stand now. I just am really simplifying. I like just stand up and just chat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like my microphone was $40 and I think it works great. Like I've never it had sounds amazing. With it. Yeah, yeah it sounds really good. All this equipment, all you know, you don't need a whole production studio. <laughs> like it's true. <laughs> yes. And going back to um the name of your podcast, I love it. Like it's straightforward. You know exactly what you're gonna get when you click into your podcast. You know, <laughs> it's gonna be about authors and writing a book. So I I love it. And interestingly enough. The first half of the podcast is not about books at all. It's about the value that that person brings to the world. And then halfway through the podcast, I'm like, so why aren't you writing a, like, it, like you're, you're so informed. And you know what, Jillian, I just realized I actually don't have that model. I really should like be moving into that model. You just gave me like the best brainstorm live. It's like, I, I have been showing the guest and then going into the book conversation but it just dawned on me that I should be calling them out more about like, so you just told me how amazing you are and how many people you want to reach. Why is there no book? That's, I sh- all right, that's it. That's my new, thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes, you should. New model for 2023 starts next. See, yes. We're always growing. I always say, if your first podcast is as good as your hundredth, then what have you learned? Like, what are you what doing? You You're not learning anything. Like you should constantly be growing and learning and evolving your podcast. Yes. And you come into your voice too. Like I, I know like my first 30 podcasts, like were very scripted and everything. And now I do script. I write out all the questions. I do a lot of thinking beforehand and I flow, but I'm not frightened to go off in another direction. Like if somebody says something that I didn't expect, I'm like, wait a minute, like, let's take that. And then six questions are just gone because we just like got into some stuff that I really want to talk about. And somehow I am able to always wrap it at like 30 minutes. And people are always like, oh my God, that was like so fast. That was so easy. We could have talked for hours. And I'm like, yeah, but nobody wants to hear us talk for hours. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. They're already bored, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I found that like 30 minutes is like the max most people want to listen max. to a podcast. You Unless know, you're like Joe Rogan, you know, oh, or no. like someone famous, then they'll <laughs> yeah. listen to you like, you know, go on and on and on. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But I do the same thing. Like I have my list of questions here. But yeah, if we go in another direction, we go in another direction, you know, it's not. Yeah. And you just kind of keep track of the time, you know, and try to wrap it up near the 30 minute mark. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yep. Are you ready to start your podcast but don't even know where to begin? You need help getting the right equipment, setting up the tech and managing all the things that come with having your own podcast. Well, the podcast launch solution is the answer. 
I created the Podcast Launch Solution because I wanted to give women an affordable way for them to share their voices and messages with the world. Let's face it, hiring a podcast manager can be expensive, but with this program, you can learn to launch and manage your podcast without the heavy price tag. I am running a live beta round in March 2023. It will be a 10-week group experience with me as your guide. If you are ready to start your podcast, then go to jilliangrover.com slash course to join the waitlist to be the first to know when it launches and to get a special discount. I am only taking 10 people for the first live round, so go get on that waitlist. That's jillian, J-I-L-L-I-A-N, grover.com slash course. So in what ways are you growing your podcast? How is it evolving? That is a really good and painful question for the beginning of 2023 because I don't have a game plan and I really should have one. I've gotten very loosey-goosey where if I meet someone, and I always do, I do one every two weeks. I'm very like relaxed about it. It's just like if I have a conversation with someone that I think should be public, that's my new meter. Like, oh, we just had this private conversation that I really think a lot more people need to hear. That's the meter. But really the best growth just came from this interview where I'm like, I'm going to change the model where I challenge them more. And that might even mean changing the intro where I say, today we're going to talk with da-da-da and we're going to prove how important they are to the world. And then we're going to figure out why they haven't written a book. And maybe it's like, should be more of a controversial, like, oh, you don't really want to be on Kim O'Hara's podcast. She's going to like call you out about not writing that book. That might be the new model because so far it's been like this combo of like clients that have written books, which is fine because they need to talk about their process and they need to talk about their process with me for people that want to write a book. But then there's this sort of middle road people that are like, I don't even really know if they like want to, you know, they, they, th- I think they want to write a book. I've identified that, but it's not so like hard pressing. So it could go into like more of like an antagonistic, like controversial <laughs> direction. But aside from that, I did rebrand the look and I did make it a podcast by a writer for writers. I think that was the big shift for me at the end of 22, where I realized I've been writing for 30 years and I am highly qualified as a writer to know writers. Like I know them so well. I'm in pain as a writer all the time. So I really wanted to differentiate that, that I'm a writer interviewing these writers too, even though I'm a coach. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I like that you want to call people out. Like, I feel like maybe it's the kick in the butt some people need like to actually get it done. Because, you know, we all talk down to ourselves and say, I can't do that. Like, who wants to read a book I wrote? But yeah, I think you just highlighting their brilliance, highlighting why they need to do this, why they're so awesome. Like, people always love to hear why they're awesome. Like, just help motivate them to do that. Right. And I could open the podcast with like... Okay, so we're going to get to why you haven't written a book yet. But first, we're going to talk about how amazing you are so that we can like understand you need to write a book. And I I, I need to do that. Like, I need to write that down. Okay, I'll, I'll do it when we get when we're done. And that actually answers my next question. because so I was going to ask, what's the future of your podcast? But we see where it's going now. We're doing collaboration right here, like real time. Real time. So I hope people are like excited. So if you get a call to be on my podcast, get ready. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I also think too, like 
I would like to do more standalones, but because the podcast is called like my biggest received episode was where I just talked about writing. That's the one that's received the most downloads, thousands, thousands of downloads. And yet I don't seem compelled to do it again. I'm not sure why. I've sort of lost the like thread of that. And that's something I'd like to bring back in in 2023. I started a column called the Inner Circle Column. And it's really about me telling stories, giving technology tips, saying something I'd like to see invented and like a tip on writing. And I feel like I need to bring that into the podcast. And maybe this year there needs to be like a branding integration of that column and the podcast. Cause you know, I do want like a media conglomerate someday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I, I don't think I've heard you. I'll have to go listen to that episode. <laughs> I haven't heard yeah, the solo one. It's a really, yes, it's gotten like a lot of hits. So I don't even remember what it's called. It's something about like the, you know, authorship or the fundamentals of authorship or something like that. So yeah, I will definitely go check that out. So what would be your like number one tip if somebody wants to start a podcast and start getting their voice out there, even if they want to write a book and get their voice out there, because that's still your voice. It's just in written form. What's your number one tip for them? I would say really know why you're doing the podcast. Like really understand who, I say this about books all the time when authors come to me, is I make them really think about like, who is your reader? Because you're ultimately writing for the reader at the end of the day. And if you don't know who your reader is, then you are just going to be lost in the dark a lot of times when you're trying to discern what kind of content to put in the book. So I'd say with the podcast, initially know who are you doing the podcast for? Why are they listening? Like, what is it? Your what? What need are you filling? Like, what are you bringing them? Are you bringing them like life affirming? You know, objectives. Do you want them to laugh? Do you want them to cry? Like, because people have such limited time that you know, a lot of times when I do my podcast, I'll be like the first one to admit, even though I think it's like the best episode and like I think it would be amazing to listen to it. I have a hard time imagining like someone's going to put 30 minutes of their day aside and listen to my podcast. Like I totally admit that. Like sometimes I'm like, I don't know, like sounds good to me. I mean, so I feel like if you're going to do a podcast, really like be on fire about who is listening and visualize them. Be like, who are they? Why are they listening? What is the experience they're having right now with me and my voice? Mm -hmm. Yes, I always do that when I... With guest episodes, I record an intro and an outro, and I always talk directly to my ideal listener why they should listen, you know, what how this is going to help them. Just give it to them straightforward and let them know why they need to listen to it. Right, right, exactly, exactly. And I think that's something that we've unearthed for me today is that sort of why is someone listening to this? Well, maybe they're listening to the podcast because they're on the fence about writing a book. And they hear all this per- this other person making all these excuses that they're like, oh, that person should totally be writing a book. And they're like, wait, who am I to say that? Like, I'm not writing my book. So maybe that is that is the switch. Because I know I did an Instagram post the other day where I basically said straight up, I'm a book coach. If you call me and you complain about why you're not writing a book, just stop. Because I'm literally going to be like, um, that's kind of what I do for a living. So maybe like you might want to complain to someone else. I don't know. 
<laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Yes. I don't know why they would come to you just to complain about I know. And that's like if I went to you and I was like, Jillian, I don't know what's going on. Like, I can't seem to get my podcast like recorded and like edited and out there. And you'd be like, um, I'm a podcast producer. I'd be like, oh, but still, you know, it's like, why? Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. So, well, Thank you so much for being on today. This was a really good conversation. I'm very excited to see the direction that your podcast is going in. Me too. Yes. And I do have to say, I feel very lucky that I get to listen to it first before Thank you. <laughs> so how can our listeners connect more with you? Obviously your podcast, but how else can they connect with you? Well, I just rebranded this year and I'd love people to go to my website to justify the cost I had on it. Um, it's <laughs> KimOhara.com. <laughs> really easy, really simple. KimOhara.com. And on there, you can click on and subscribe to my column called Inner Circle. They're funny. They're great. Like I really get a lot of my, it's grown even faster than my podcast. And, um, you know, Instagram, Kim O'Hara coach, you know, it's like I'm super out there. Like, yes. if you can't find me, then you live under a rock. Is all I have yes. To say. yes. <laughs> I know you're on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. I know all the places. Everything. Everything. Yes. You, I'm, I'm like, I'm like posted these nine places. You're like, okay. Yes. But I will make sure that is all in the show notes, of course. Thank you. Yes. And thank you again so much. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. I hope this episode with Kim taught you that your podcast is always going to be evolving. We are always going to be changing. As I said, your first episode should not be as good as your hundredth. If that is the case, then you are not learning and you are not growing as a podcaster. So I love how she just came up with the idea while we were talking, like the inspiration hit her while we were talking, which is amazing. So inspiration can come from anywhere. So get out there, network with people, get out there and get on other podcasts because you never know when the inspiration is going to strike. So I wanted to let you guys know a few things that are going on in my business. I am fully going into agency mode. I have hired a VA. I've hired a video editor. I am working on expanding my business so that I don't have to take on as many clients. Because I'm going to tell you right now, the week after Christmas and then the first three weeks of 2023 were overwhelming. I don't have any other word for it. Like, oh gosh, I was burnt out. I ended up working till seven or eight almost every night. I was working weekends just to keep caught up with my clients. And, you know, I took on too much too soon. I took on uh, two launch clients at the same time, which I don't recommend while I had all my other clients. And I will say that the quality of my work suffered at one point. One client did reach out to me and ask me, you know, what was going on. This episode was a little rough. And so I realized I need help. I, I can't do this. So I've hired a VA. I've hired a video editor. I still have my other editor. So I'm just ready to expand and to not be working so much. So giving other people, though, part of your business is tough. It's hard. I'm going to say that right now. It's very hard. But I know I need to do this and I know it's the only way to grow. I literally cannot take on any more clients unless I got help. Like I was drowning myself. I could barely handle the clients that I did have. And I didn't want to be working that late. I didn't want to be working on the weekends. Like I made my job and I want to work where my kids are in school and that's it. So 
this is my business and I realized I'm going to have to spend some money. I'm going to have to, and it wasn't even the money that was really bothering me. It was the giving up control, giving up control of my business, giving up parts of it. But my amazing business coach helped me realize, you know what, you can give them things and still check them because at the end of the day, it is my name on it. It's my name, my agency name on the work. So I do check them. I do make sure they go out with the standard that I want them to go out. So I'm feeling better about that. And yeah, I'm excited to see where this all goes. So reach out to Kim. If you've ever thought of writing a book, go listen to her podcast. It's called You Should Write a Book About That, (laughs) which is a great name. Very straightforward. You know exactly what you're getting out of it. And just remember, like your voice is powerful. You know, if you don't want to start a podcast because you know, you're not really into speaking and things like that. Maybe you like writing more, then definitely go check out her podcast. I'll put the links in the show notes and I'll chat with you next week. 